Hey, and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Once again, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who's out there um, sharing the podcast, rating the podcast, or liking the podcast. It really goes a long way. If you can believe it, we're already on episode 80. At this point, I'm starting to forget things that have happened in this show already, so I wonder what it'll be like if we go on longer and longer and longer. Anyways, on to the show. This is episode 80, The Four Elements, part two. I plan on having two more in this series, and then we'll go on to other adventures. So as usual, just close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up in your bed. You hear a banging coming from the door. Uh, What's that? You get up, rub your eyes a little bit, and look all around you. You remember that you're inside the Magic Academy in one of the dorm rooms. Who's there? You ask. It's me. I have been tasked with showing you around this place. It's time to get up. Uh, Okay, I'll be right there. You step out of your bed You grab your robes, which are hanging up beside it, and put them back on. You walk over to the door and open it up. And in front of you, you see a floating book. Finally, says the book, how long do you think things need to take? Anyways, follow me, the book says. The book leads you down the stairs of the academy and into the cafeteria. The cafeteria is full of wizards everywhere. They're all eating their favorite food, and when you sit down, suddenly a plate flies in front of you and lands on the table. Then food, your favorite food, just suddenly appears on it. You spend some time eating your food, and then the book comes back. Now, says the book, it's time to get going. The water master is here to meet you today. Follow me. You follow the book down the hallway away from the cafeteria until you get to a huge set of doors. When you get near the doors, they open up on their own, and you enter into an absolutely gigantic room. It again looks like a gymnasium, only this room has a pond in the middle of it. Standing in the room is another wizard. Hello, you must be the student, says the wizard. Ah, I am. Are you ready to learn about water magic? Asks the wizard. I am as ready as I'll ever be, you say. Good, then get in the water, says the wizard. Uh, okay. You walk towards the pond. You slowly dip one foot in and 
the pond actually feels like a really, really comfortable temperature. You start stepping into the pond until you get deeper and deeper, just up to your shoulders. Good, says the water master. Now, water is a very different sort of element. Unlike solid things, it isn't easy to grasp. You can't just put your energy into it and expect it to move. Your energy must flow with it and through it. Okay. Begin by feeling the water, moving your arms back and forth, noticing the way it moves around you. You begin to move your arms back and forth through the water, feeling it flow around your hands and your arms. Now, close your eyes and allow your energy to expand away from you and into the water. You close your eyes and once again you focus your mind on that place of relaxation and happiness. You allow your energy to expand around you and as you move your water back and forth, you allow the energy to flow out of you. Now, allow the energy to flow through the water, moving it in much the same way. Instead of moving your hands, this time you just let the flow of energy move the water back and forth. Good. Now, allow the energy to keep flowing around. Using your imagination, you allow the energy to keep flowing around you in circles. And before long, the water is moving around you in circles. Very good, says the wizard. Most don't get it this quickly. Now, I want you to stop. You stop the energy from moving and the water returns to its normal state. Now we're going to try to flow the water into different shapes and patterns. Now, the thing about water is you can't keep it still. Water likes to move, so you must keep it moving. Don't just imagine the shape as a static thing. Imagine it as a flowing thing where the water moves back and forth. I want you to try to make a tentacle or an arm out of the water. You focus your mind on creating the water into a tentacle. You allow your energy to flow into it and you attempt to shape it into a long tentacle-like structure. The water reaches up in front of you, but then 
It just falls apart and falls to the ground. Good start, says the wizard. But you must keep it flowing. You can't hold the water in one place. Let the water flow back and forth within the tentacle. Hmm. This time you try to imagine the water as a stream rising up out of the pond and returning back to it. Before long, you're able to raise the water up out of the pond into a huge tentacle. You can feel the water flowing back and forth through it, continuously moving. Good, good. Now, a second one, says the wizard. Keeping the first one going, you do your best to make a second one flow out of the water. And before long, you have two tentacles of water. Now try moving them around. You send your energy back and forth and allow the tentacles to move around like extensions of your body. The huge streams of water move left and right. Good. Allow them to become an extension of your body. Feel them just as you feel arms and allow them to move as naturally as your arms do. You don't have to think about it, you just do it. You keep the tentacles moving back and forth, and eventually it starts to feel very natural. You can extend them out and pull them in, move them left and right just by thinking about it. The flow of the water is beginning to feel natural. You start to imagine the water swirling around your body and lifting you up out of the pond. And the water starts to swirl and it lifts you up out of the pond just like you imagined. You're now floating above the water on top of a huge pillar of spinning water with two giant tentacles spinning left and right. Now let's put it to a bit of a test. Try to catch this, says the wizard. The wizard reaches their energy into the pool of water and brings out a few huge blobs. Then they form the blobs into spikes that freeze into giant icicles. Catch, says the wizard. The wizard shoots the icicles towards you and without thinking, you whip one of the water tentacles towards it and break it apart. The wizard starts sending more icicles, but quite easily you're able to hit each one of them using one tentacle or the other. Hmm, I think you may be ready for another test. But before we begin, I would like to remind you that the lessons you learn here at the Academy 
are not meant to be separate. Yesterday, you learned about energy and heat. Well, that's important here, too. What do you mean, you ask? Well, that's for you to figure out, says the wizard. Now, your job is to use the water to defeat the enemy. The wizard raises their staff up into the air. It starts glowing with a huge red light. Then they shine the beam of light onto a rock that's sitting nearby. The rock begins to turn red. Huge cracks of lava break open in it. The rock starts to melt and reform its shape to have two giant arms and two legs. Standing in front of you is a lava monster. You reach your energy back down into the pool as quickly as you can. Then you start to form the water into a huge pillar rising up out of the pond. And just as you do it, the lava monster opens its huge mouth and breathes out an incredibly hot plume of fire. It hits the water and instantly evaporates it into nothing. Then it jumps forward into the pond, lands straight inside it, and starts to glow as hot as it can. And as it glows, the water in the pool evaporates and disappears. How am I supposed to use the water if there's no water? You say. The lava monster sets its sights on you and shoots another fireball towards you. You quickly jump out of the way. What am I going to do, you think? I guess I better do what I know best. You focus inside as quickly as you can, and you begin to imagine yourself going faster and faster and faster, and with a huge burst of energy, everything around you stops. The lava monster is completely frozen in time because you are moving so fast around it. You run up to the lava monster remembering how breakable things are when you're moving this quickly. And you begin to hit it with your staff. You break its arms into pieces and you break its legs into little pieces, its body, its other arm, its other leg, and then, completely exhausted, you stand in front of the lava monster, take a deep breath in, and allow time to return to normal. The monster suddenly falls apart in the air and falls down to the ground. Phew, you say. I mean, I didn't use the water, but that's got to count for something. Just as you say that, the rocks begin to melt, and they flow back together, and they form back into the lava monster. <sighs> you say. 
the lava monster continues to shoot huge plumes of fire and chunks of lava. You keep dodging and getting out of the way, but you're starting to get tired. It's really hot in the room and the air feels so thick. Wait a second, you say. The air feels thick because it's humid in here. That means the water didn't disappear. It just evaporated into the air. In order to buy yourself time, you focus once more on speeding up and going as fast as you can. And with a huge burst of energy, time stops once more. Now, without any worry about time, you close your eyes, relax your shoulders, and allow your consciousness to expand around you. You feel the air and the water, and you allow your energy to flow out into it. But the water feels a little different, as if it's vibrating faster. Because it's hotter, you think. It is vibrating faster. You focus your mind on allowing the water in the air to vibrate a little bit slower. And before long, you start to see huge things of water in the air. This is probably what the wizard meant by the other lessons mattering. It's just like with fire. The water changed states because it got hotter. It started to vibrate faster. And by stopping it, I turned it back into water. You soon move your energy throughout all of the air and gather all of the water up and begin to spin it around yourself in huge streams on all sides of you. You allow time to return to normal, and you shoot a stream of water straight at the lava monster. The stream of water slows it down a little more, turning it partially into rock. But as you run out of water, the lava monster heats up again and begins to move. It's not enough. You continue to gather the water again from the air, spinning around your body. The lava monster attacks and you jump out of the way and hit it with a stream of water once again. The water's just not cold enough to stop it. You then remember what the wizard did in gathering the water and turning it into ice. Can I do that, you wonder? It's probably just about slowing it down even more. You focus on a small section of the water and you begin to try to slow down its vibration. And what do you know? The water turns into a chunk of ice. You speed it up and it turns back into water. Cool, you say. Once again, you dodge an attack from the lava monster off to the side. 
you gather all of the water together and you start spinning it around your body in a huge column. Then, with one last burst, you push all of the water forward at once as hard as you can. And as it hits the lava monster, surrounding it entirely in water, you stop the water from vibrating and freeze it in place. The lava monster instantly turns back to stone and is encased in a huge column of ice. Very good, says the wizard. Most people don't figure it out. And what's that thing you did with time? You can stop time, says the wizard. Eh, it's just a little thing I picked up, you say. Well, that's certainly enough for one day, if not an entire year of study. Very good. You are already ready to move on to the next element. Go back to bed and tomorrow we'll bring you to the earth person. It's a, it's a bit different than water, but I have a feeling you'll pick it up quite quickly. You shake the wizard's hand and thank him for training you. Then, you walk back out towards the doors that open without you doing anything. You go down the hallway into the main area of the building, and then up the stairs to where the dorm rooms are. You go to your room, pull the key out of your pocket, and put it in the lock. The door opens up and once again you see the dorm room perfectly clean, the bed made and nothing left to do. You feel very tired from the trial today and you take off your wizard's robe and hang it up beside the bed. The bed automatically folds back the sheets and covers and you sit down on top of it. The covers fold up over top of you, and you lay your head back on the pillow. The lights turn off, and your eyes become heavy. You allow them to close, and you notice anywhere you're holding tension in your body, your arms, your legs your torso, you let go of the tension and let yourself sink down deeper and deeper into the mattress. <laughs>